Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Today is Tuesday, September 24th, 2019. Here is your Canadian real estate news as you enjoy morning coffee. This morning's article comes from theglobeandmail.com. This one's a, a bit of a side. It's about insurance, and but it's something that I think is important to keep track of, especially um, in today's day and age, and uh, anybody in real estate needs to understand what's affecting their home insurance. So the headline in this Globe and Mail article reads, How Increasing Climate-Related Risks Can Affect Your Home Insurance. As the immediate impacts of Hurricane Dorian fade from the East Coast, its effects on home insurance profiles will linger on. The claims made by homeowners for storm-related damage are added to a long-term profile of their properties, which, like a credit report, creates an overall picture of risk that can sway how much they may have to pay in premiums and potentially if they can get coverage at all. As weather events get more costly, homeowners and those shopping for a home need to be increasingly aware of the risks, said Blair Feltmate, head of the Intact Center on Climate Adaptation at the University of Waterloo. I can tell you it's a phenomenon from Halifax to Victoria, where there are sections of cities or homeowners who have found themselves in a position that they can't get insurance coverage for any amount of premium because their probability of flooding is simply too high. Water damage has overtaken fire to become the top home insurance cost in recent years, thanks to a combination of aging infrastructure, a loss of natural buffers like wetlands, and of course, climate change, Feltmate said. As an, absolutely, as an absolute certainty for Canada, the frequency and magnitude of flooding on the whole is increasing, and that is largely attributable to a, climate, a changing climate. It's not the only factor, but it's a major factor. Home insurance is not mandatory if you uh, home insurance is not mandatory if you if your house typo there if your house is fully paid for but if you have a mortgage your lender will re will likely require it for homeowners the shifting risk profile means they need to be mindful of potential preventative measures, like making sure drain spouts are directed away from the house, window wells are covered and sealed, and that their sump pump is working and has a backup power source. Such measures could lead to discounts for insurance premiums, which have been on the rise in recent years as claims increase. In just the last five years, premiums have gone up 20 to 25% with water damage accounting for about 60% of that rise, said Feltmate. Homeowners should also look at their policies and be aware that some insurers are lowering their maximum payouts for things like flooded basements. Limits of 10000 to 20000 are increasing, even though the average cost of a flooded basement is 43000 Feltmate said. Increasingly so, the homeowners 
are on their own to cover whatever flood damage occurs. Just to be clear, that last bit, I didn't quite catch that. If you did, then great. But the way I read it might have been a little confusing. Limits of 10,000 to 20,000 are increasing. So policies with payout limits of 10,000 to 20,000 are increasing. Anyway, we'll keep going. Increasingly so, the homeowners are on their own to cover whatever flood damage occurs. Homeowners also need to be aware that the long-standing coverage for sewage-related insurance doesn't cover overland flooding like flash downpours or overflowing rivers. Insurance companies started to offer overland flood insurance about five years ago, and about a third of eligible homeowners have bought it, said Feldmate. For house hunters, it's a good idea to assess the weather risks of a home or make sure a home inspector knows how to. Feltmate said inspectors generally only started to get training on assessing flood risks a couple of years ago. Protect, prospective homeowners can use online tools to get an insurance quote for, or a gen, for a general sense of the potential costs, said Pete Caragiorgios, Director of Consumer and Industry Relations at the Insurance Bureau of Canada. He said the Bureau doesn't keep close track of home insurance issues like they do with mandated auto insurance, so it isn't sure how widespread the problem of uninsurable homes might be. But the Bureau has heard complaints about people having trouble getting insurance at all, so certainty, so certainly something to be aware of, said Kara Georgios. A lot of what we're seeing and hearing is related to the fact of multiple claims in areas that have had recurring severe weather events. It indicates insurance companies are a little more cautious in terms of their underwriting of properties that are likely to have future claims, future losses based on their past experiences. I think this is like one of the most overlooked elements of the home buying process where is the water going to flow good inspectors see that really good realtors see that and that's it the mortgage brokers never going to pay attention to that the um your contractor might but your contractor isn't necessarily involved in the buying process. So the two front people, the, I think that should be some one of the big questions. And you know, for all, for all you inspectors and and realtors out there, being able to confidently assess the flood risk of a home is going to add value to anybody, any of your clients. I'd love to hear from insurers um, to see how some of that's assessed. How does an insurance inspector, you know, when the insurance company wants an inspection, who do they send out and what are they looking for? What's their criteria? That would be interesting to find out. I think the biggest point, though, is that 
insurance companies are observing a trend towards water damage and claims coming in and they're adjusting for it. So it's something that we need to be mindful of as investors buying houses or as um, real estate professionals who interact directly with clients in the, the houses that they want to buy. Realtors, inspectors, and so, and so forth. I'd love to hear what you think, some of your experiences with maybe water damage or trying to get insurance on properties lately. Email me. R-E-Coffee at joelarnt.ca so recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a if you think this episode could help out a colleague maybe a fellow inspector or maybe a, a realtor uh, who wants the inspectors you refer to um, get their opinion on this send it to them Maybe you know some realtors who are looking to up their customer service. You could send it to them. Maybe start them down that path. One thing before I sign off. Uh, If you listen to real estate podcasts, Canadian real estate podcasts, you've probably listened to The Truth About Real Estate Investing in Canada. uh, That's hosted by Erwin Cito. It was one of the first podcasts I started, I latched onto when I started into my real estate investing journey. And I've really depended on it and, in fact, developed a bit of um, a business relationship with Erwin. Um, had the chance to be on his podcast. He was extremely gracious, answered some of my questions, and I get to be involved with his Infinity Wealth Investment Network meetings, so IWIN meetings. In fact, I'm going to one tonight. They, uh, Erwin's organ, Erwin and his wife, are Cherry Chan, are organizing a Wealth Hacker Conference in Toronto on November 9th. And this is something I've been excited for pretty much since they announced it in uh, it was either April or May. Mostly because. It's a, a conference where Erwin is bringing out all the people that he relies on to kind of inform, you know, real estate investing strategies. But then there's been a couple stock investing strategies. No, one. One stock investing strategy that um, he's actually latched onto, And I've been personally messing with, just familiarizing myself with in the last couple of weeks. And it's all about just building wealth, but the fastest path to wealth, fastest legal and safe path. You know, it's, a, it's kind of a cliche in the, in, in the financial planning or personal finance industry that, you know, investing in mutual funds, traditional investing in RRSPs or mu- and using your RRSPs to invest in mutual funds and stuff like that is just, you know, having a, a managed account is just not the most effective or efficient way to make money. In fact, it can 
you know, 75% of the time, it can actually be the most efficient way to lose, lose your savings, to lose your investments. So the truth about real estate investing in Canada, Irwin's Halton REI group, which is now IWIN, which is now IWIN, has always been about putting our money to better use. And that's what the Wealth Hacker Conference is. It's kind of all of that on steroids, kind of injected in one full day. And it's headlined by Grant Cardone. So Erwin and Jerry went down to Miami, I think it was March, for the 10X conference and checked out Grant just to see if he was legit, loved what they heard and what they saw, came back, fired up, and booked him. So Grant Cardone's going to be in Toronto. And I mean, that's, that's, that's exciting, but honestly, I'm looking forward to integrating becoming more part of this community and just connecting with more people who are legit wealth hackers. People who have found these financial hacks that have been proven over years, if not decades. Anyway, if you want to go, wealthhacker.ca. There are two, there are three levels of tickets, premium, VIP, general admission. The top of the Eventbrite ticket box on the website, there's an enter promo code link. Click on that. The promo code to enter is real wealth. All one word, real wealth. So wealthhacker.ca, enter your promo code, real wealth. That'll give you 10% off whatever ticket you choose. And I guess I'll see you there. That's it for this morning. Have a good Tuesday.